Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spears and Steinberg Podcast. Right here with Spears. How y'all feel out there? Red Butler here. Good evening. Bartholomew Carrington the third. $10 and a lot of money. Yeah. What time is it? Game time. Junebug Space. Kiki. Red Foot's the liquid slave name. Can you feel it, baby? And that's how I get home. Hello, boys and girls. Uh, you know, we are in... Is that you doing that, Papa? Yeah. Oh, scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> um, we are in uh, Applewood. What, Appleton. What Appleton. You like saying Applewood. Apple, I don't know why. You know why? Because I'm a fat nigga and it's Applewood smoked bacon. bacon. Yeah. Oh, boy. You tried to say a city <laughs> and instead you said a food. That was me pushing your brain to the side and baking out of your mouth. Um, Get ready, people. We had pepperoni pizza for I lunch. I think I'm going to be okay. I'm feeling like I'm going to be okay. Um, it is basketball playoff time. So as an homage to basketball and the greatest player to ever do it, without further ado, um, you know, I don't have to do this. I'm only doing this because it's who I am. That's how I play the game. You don't want to play the game that way? Don't play the game that way. Oh, Steve. <laughs> so your your people, you got you got a uh what they say that how's that saying go? You got a something in this race, an animal or something, you got a stake in this? I'm little, fucking yeah. up the saying, but I don't even know. I think you missed. I think you put like four, four, four sayings together. Like I got no, I got no something in this race. I got no, I got no skin in the game. A skin in the game. There you go. Uh, you got some skin in this game. Yeah. Phoenix, right? Yeah. You think they gonna do it? Even with your boy out, Devin Booker. Well, they won uh, last night, mm-hmm. which is Friday. Uh, obviously, uh, we just went back in time on some of the people listening. Um, they won Friday. Uh, <coughs> Played away and and they had a good I mean a good game I mean and they still okay, I mean it, it, they had the game but it just like you know there's moments where you get nervous right uh, I, I worry because uh, without Devin Booker that switch real quick I want to see if that's a light is yeah it is light? it is it lights up all the way around oh yeah With, see yeah put a little light on our faces okay yeah without uh, Devin Booker playing uh, mm-hmm. and Chris Paul has to you know step up his game I worry about if if Devin Booker comes back. Does does that end up hurting Chris Paul? Because now you know, right. Paul Paul could get injured too, but you know that's that's a, that's part of the game, man. Injuries are part of the game, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Phoenix is deep. Uh, Cam Johnson played. Uh, he started, so we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, you know, I I I, I never get overly crazy because, uh, as I said last time, I said I didn't say I said when the Lakers got eliminated, I said mm-hmm. I told you I didn't think it was going to work. I, I I still didn't shout out like Sons. I'm rooting for him, but you know it's just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put negative energy, get all excited, and then other people put negative energy out. We'll see what happens. I got no skin in the game because of course nobody I used to root for is playing. Jordan's gone, Dwayne Wade's gone, uh, and I was kind of with LeBron 
obviously more so when he was with the Heat. And I was trying to watch the Lakers, but I just, well, I just wasn't as interested. Uh, I'll tell you when I'm going to be disappointed is when Charles Barkley is no longer, I don't know who's going to leave first. Because uh, Charles has always been hitting, hinting at retiring. Um, and man, that NBA on TNT with Charles, Chuck, Kenny, um, and Shaq, it's just the most entertaining shit ever. I, I want to play this real quick. This is Charles Barkley uh, describing defense and, and feeling a body on you. And of course, Shaq being the eight-year-old that he is and Kenny Smith being the 10-year-old he is and Ernie being the oldest of the ch- children at 11 is to try to hold things in order while, of course, Chuck is six. Um And I just went, these guys have the best job in America. They get paid to be on national TV to be children. So this is Charles describing this and his most Charles-like. You know, you spin off of him. Wait, hold on. All right. When a guy's banging you, you know, you spin off of him. Those are the worst defenders to play against, actually. Because if you can feel their body, uh, come on. 18 points for Joker, only nugget in double figures. 69-59, Golden State shooting 67. When a guy's begging you. So it's it's just, it's better with a visual because you could see Chuck, I mean Shaq losing it and Kenny slowly losing it because as Chuck is describing this, of course, they're having gay thoughts. But but Charles isn't even there yet. Charles is right. just saying that. And it's so funny because it's just like little kids. When yes. Someone, you, know, it, it, you know what it is? It's the, uh, oh, damn, I'm going to forget the name of those guys. Who are the two weird kids that were on MTV? The cartoon characters. Oh, Beavis and Butthead. But, yeah, that's what they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. you, you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You said, yeah, yeah. You said, yeah, yeah. You said <laughs> <laughs> Right. And the crazy thing is, and, and and it's like a delay with Charles. He's not realizing that he's apparently saying something that Kenny and Shaq are perceiving to be, man, that's gay. And when he does get it, when he went, oh, come on, man. Like he's saying, guys, be mature. And he's one of the most immature of the trio. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. It's funny. And there's nothing... I, like I, I mean, as we talk about sensitive times and people, and I said, yeah, Andy and I had a brief, quick talk about this. Just like, look, we know in this age of sensitivity and wokeness, you're not supposed to do that. But for the love of God, it, it and this is what's such a contradiction to me about Hollywood. For all this wokeness and sensitivity, first of all, a lot of people that run Hollywood are gay, and two, how many times have we seen in TV and movies again? When something that is deemed gay is made fun of or ill or funny. And when it's funny, it's fucking funny. Yeah, and there was nothing demeaning or anything. No. Like it was just, it was funny. Suggestive. Because, suggestive because Charles didn't hear what he, how, he, how it was, could have been misconstrued. It was very funny. And it's so silly and immature yes. that, that they would laugh at that and, and see that as opposed to, Man, y'all know what he's talking about from a physical defense yeah. standpoint. So you can see how silly the conversation can get. That's yes, awesome. between grown men who often mirror children. Lighten the fuck up. All right, here we go. Let's get it. We've heard from our boy again, Prabha Baba. Back. Here's his rebuttal. All right. Uh, check and mate. 
I already like what he's saying because let me get into it. I'm here listening to you and Andy's response to my precious email. Y'all niggas put my clothes on me. Southern expression. The long shirt y'all were in regards, the long shirt y'all were right in regards to my approach. I never heard Andy upset. He almost sounded disappointed in a nigga, LOL, like my Jewish daddy. <laughs> he checkmated on DC uh, being the capital of the union. Enough said. You dropped, you might drop me listing all the comedians that don't stick to comedy. With that, I'll stick to trucking. Now, before I finish reading, Adam boy. Good boy. Who's a good boy? Yes, you're a good boy. <laughs> like, nigga, come on, man. You're dealing with two professionals, nigga. Two fucking assassins. You better bring your mind game when you fuck with us. But I'll, for that, I'll, 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 I'll throw your biscuit treat in the air and let you catch it. Because you, 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 at least you recognize. All right. Um, uh, truck. Also, I'm from Albany, Georgia, but I live in New York now because of my woman who was watching the podcast and was tickled to death that you referred to her snatch. She jumped up laughing, running into the kitchen and said, Aries, my pussy already tight. If you can just say her name, Annette Johnson. Annette Johnson, how you doing? Uh, by the way, this is your... Now, this is the part that got me. I knew something smelled fishy about this goddamn email. I couldn't put my fucking finger on it. But this nigga exposed it. This is a, a Scooby-Doo moment. We're pulling the mask off the ghost. <laughs> Zoink! <laughs> the mayor! Nigga Rashad fucking Simmons. <laughs> Zoink, Scoob! It's Rashad Simmons! The nigga, y'all already know through listening to this podcast, I have no love for. I always say I hate this nigga. Yeah, he had to disguise himself to sneak back into the club, nigga, because he was trying to get in on his own. But luckily, our boy that was at the Velvet Rope, Kulsh. You can't come in here, shot. So he got past Kulsh with a new identity. What's your name? Proper Baba. Okay, you're not on the you can't come in list. Come on in. Oh, I should have did that better. You're not on the you can't come in list. You can actually come in. Yeah, he snuck in the club and got into the VIP section uh, on some bullshit. Uh, Hello? Yeah, that's probably him calling me now. <laughs> um, yeah, Rashad. Come on, man. That was slick. You got that. But damn, I knew. I knew. I knew. I, I was like a cop. Like, I know there's pig in the room. I used to be a cop, and that's Park. Yes, that, yes that's definitely Park, and I ain't doing nothing with this dude. This dude's a cop. All right. But here's the other thing. Let me find it. Now, he sent me a picture, and before I show this to Andy. Oh. Andy, he sent me a picture of this girl that he says blows Gemma away. I'm going to show you this picture. Uh, and Andy, I swear to God, if you tell me that this bitch is better than Gemma, I'm going to snatch you by the neck and strangle every piece of Jewish life out of you. I can't wait to see this picture. Because I'm telling you right now, and I, and I think to some degree, uh, 
you know, Gemma is polished. Gemma is, you know, when I say polished, I mean from scalp to cuticle, the way the hair, the fingernails. She looks like a, a brand new white Bentley that just came out of the showroom. This chick looks like a dependable Buick uh, that's been around for a long time. And I'm only saying this because I think she's got, and I'm not, again, I'm not trying to disrespect Southern women. Y'all got some of Atlanta, you know, mwah. y'all got some real shit out there. But this girl looks more homey-like, more like down to earth, to the mud and the roots. And I think that's why he likes her, because it's Southern shit. He but likes her over Gemma. Way over. He says blows her out of the water. Okay. Come on, Andy. I don't think you can blow Gemma out of the water. move it off. She's a cute girl. She's, she blows them away? No, she's just... Thank she's you. Just, uh, she's, she's, your, she's a girl next door. Your southern girl next door. Yeah. Fellas, look this girl up and get back to me. Her name is Chocolate GQ. G-H. It's spelled like this. C-H-O-Q-O-L-A-T-E underscore G-H. C-H-O-Q-O-L-A-T-E underscore G-H. No fucking way. She don't even come close to touching Gemma. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, so, Andy, let me, let's really put it to the test. If you had to choose between her and Gemma, who you taking? I don't have to choose. No, 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 but you have to, though. Come on now. Play the game. If you had to. Let me see her again. Stuck on an island for four years and you this your only pussy. Oh, I'm de- if I'm stuck on an island, Gemma. Okay. I could ride her around the island. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Go with she, she could protect me. She, <laughs> you fucking animal. Dude, I could put her on the, like, if there was a strong storm, I know I could, like, bunker down with her. We're not going to move. Yeah. You're, you're, you're an animal. Come on, man. Yeah, Gemma. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. But, but. This girl, like you just said, she—that's her nat- That looks like she's natural right there. She's okay. All natural. Gemma, what is Gemma going to look like when you can't get to the to the salon? You can't get your nails done. You can't get your hair done. You can't get. How does Gemma look then? Still fuckable. Still haveable. I don't know what. Oof, I don't know what. And you know, thank you to all the fellas when I put the. Uh, Titty symbol in the air. I, and I don't think none of you, and you, usually guys, when y'all write into me, y'all sometimes will quote certain things that I've said that you think are funny. I'm going to be honest with you, and this is maybe me being ego. I was a little hurt that you guys, none of y'all gave me credit because I thought that was a good joke when I said, with the girls, I put the vagina symbol in the air and y'all meet me on the roof, roof like Commissioner Gordon. And I started to say, so fellas, but you know what? Now nah, I'm not going to say put the cock in the air because that just sounds like a gay midnight meeting. No one wrote me and said, yo, that line was hilarious. A gay midnight meeting. Me with 12 other dudes on a rooftop at night. <laughs> Come on, man. But anyway, I put the titty Who, signal. Who's, who's the doorman at the at the at that one? Oh, you caught me off guard, Andy. That was too quick. That was a hot potato I wasn't ready for. I don't want to say Kulsh, because Kulsh belongs in the water. <laughs> so I have to think of who is the okay. most moistest fan that's on sea on land I, but i think you should, i think the uh, sign would be it would be the outlies 
Al, no, Al. The bird, the bird, the bird. Say it, say it. You can say it. Absolutely. An owl. An owl. An owl. You were going owl. An owl. But that would be owls. Owl eyes. Still fucking owl eyes. Yeah. Right. Because it's two big white circles and then just two dots. It would be the titty symbol as well. It would just been clean if you said titty symbol. All right. So you're right. Titty symbol. Titty symbol in the air. Okay. But yeah, I got to think about who is our moistest on land writer or fan. I don't know that we have one. I don't know. Yeah. But we got to keep Coles in the water. Water. Okay. He's got to be wet at all times. What if he had superpowers when he got out of the water? Maybe this To was, do what? I don't know. Maybe he'd just be different. He'd turn into a big dry homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, y'all, look that girl up, fellas. I'm putting the titty symbol in the air. Tell me that girl versus Gemma. Because a lot of y'all hit me and was like, I think I got one or two dudes who said, yo, Andy's, but, uh, Andy's correct. Gemma's too much. But the majority of y'all were like, yo, Andy's out of his fucking mind. Those legs are just too... I'm just- no. Shapely, in-shape quadriceps and hamstrings? Dude, like like of an offensive lineman. <sighs> Sack me, bitch. Well, she, she would. I mean, sack me. I was going to pull Gem up again so I could look again, but it's, I know I'm going to feel I'll put, I'll put, uh, Justin Rivera, my guy who hits me up on Instagram, he sent me uh, the pictures that I showed you last night at the bar. Look, that's him right here. First up. Uh, oh, is that that? That might be her right there. Yep. Come on, B. Yeah, that angle she doesn't look. That doesn't look bad. But that uh, this oh. one, I saw once. Oh my god! This one right here is just the dude. Oh, I, I, I love that one the most, dude. I can hear her. His, like I, if she lived above me, I'd move because I would just hear it. Oh, all. you're out of your <laughs> fucking mind, <laughs> fellas, <laughs> fellas. Check out also Gemstar exclusive. Look at them pictures and tell me am I crazy? Come on, man. Uh, oh, not for me. Jesus, good Jesus. Oop. I'm telling you, man. She could take a shit in my mouth and just throw a little bit of bread in there, and that's chocolate pie. <laughs> give, me a, give me a little bit of crust, nigga, and that is chocolate pie. Um. All right, let me jump to another one. God damn. You looked at Gemma too much. You got damn right, nigga. Uh, oh, look at that. Oh, Gemstar, G-E-M-S-T-A-R. Go look. F- thumb through them pictures, man. She Come looks, on. She, she looks like young Arnold right there. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, that's what she looks like, young oh, Arnold. You're a, you're, a, you're a fucking full-on, as the Bostonians would say, retard. She's, she's pumping. You're a fucking retard, kid. Pumping iron. All right. Um. All right, LB4. LB4, loving the shows. Yo, can I, do I need to turn the TV off, brother? Because you are just <laughs> nailed to this fucking television. Yeah, I turned it off. All right. I can't help it. It's the game. I know, but it makes me on. think your focus is not there. It's not. Let's put it back. Let's do it. Now yeah. it's back where it should right. be. LB4, loving the shows, y'all. Hey, fellas, just wanted to show some love. I listened to the show with Kyla. And though I don't smoke, I nearly needed a cigarette. Andy, I understand your point. However, being married for nearly 27 years... And having five sisters, I've learned that there are just some things that women reserve for themselves. The best position I've learned to take is just to be supportive, even if I don't understand. Basically, nod and agree, bro. Just nod and agree. LOL. 
I'd also like to give my take on Gemma Star. First, here's a disclaimer. I am Christian, but I am a man first. Seeing her pictures, I had to repent. Lord, the only thing I disagree with you about, Aries, is your ideas of fantasies about her. Bro, you have to put in that type of work to fulfill her fantasies. Thus, keep her coming. Uh, back. Sorry, Lord. Anyway, I love both of y'all comedic expertise regarding T.I. and schooling some of these Southern cats. I especially love how you Aries handled the one clown coming at you sideways about staying in your lane. You're a comedian, and as far as I'm concerned, all lanes are open. Good comedians keep their fingers on the pulse of social issues and are knowledgeable of the climate of the time in which we live. When things seem hopeless, we need to laugh. Laughter helps us get through hard times. Y'all stay on the grind, referring to Biggie Smalls. Aries, I'm glad that you got all up in that ass like a wedgie. T.I. really needs to need some humility. The only thing I personally feel that is easy about comedy is not doing it at all. Subjective preferences make it fair for everyone. But honestly, either of you, either of you got it or don't or you don't. Uh, either of you got it or you don't. I remember when you, Aries, and Thea were judging this comedy contest. There was this one comic who had a set and didn't do so well. Thea was being a f- all fluffy and sweet, saying he did so good. Not you, Aries. You were brutally honest uh, and actually gave the man constructive criticism about his routine. Yeah, you and Thea got into a debate about passing him to the next round. I've always thought uh, highly of you and your work, Aries, and gained even more respect for you when you schooled the comic and Thea about the severity of the comedy game. Uh, When and how did you and Andy realize that you had it? Even surpassing the idea of subjectivity. Thanks for the show and your talent. P.S., Aries, I was recently watching an episode of Mad TV when you and Phil DeMar did a parody of The Clumps and Prince. That was comedy brilliance, in my opinion. I'm sure you've mentioned this already, but do you still keep in contact with some of the crew from Mad TV? And did you ever work with Orlando Jones? Sorry for the many questions, but I count as a privilege having access to speak to both of you. Much love to you both and Kyla LB4. Um, you know, I would have loved to work with Orlando, man. Uh, I would have loved to have worked with Artie and Brian. Um, when I came in, the only people that were left over from that ensemble was Mary Shear, who really didn't like me at first. Uh, I don't know that she ever liked me. Um, and uh, David Herman, who was brilliant um, from Office Space, too. They remember David Herman? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would have loved to work those guys. And, and no, I don't really keep in touch with anybody because it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Every blue moon... I'll maybe holler at Deborah if I can or run into Will, but for the most part, uh, no, not really. And when did I realize I've had I had it uh, before the doctor pulled me out of my mother's pussy? I knew I had it. Uh, Andy, when did you know you had it? I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to his point, though, about uh, with Kyla, um, if you come on a debate show, uh, I think we're going to have to talk about it. Yeah, that's the, that. That was that was the other thing. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't come on a show that you're going to talk about something, and then tell me I can't talk about it. <laughs> that, right. That uh, that kind of defeats the purpose, uh, especially in this uh, in this medium. I mean, if you're watching us on uh, YouTube, which you can, you can see some of the video. When you can see my face going, well, then how am I supposed to talk about this? Uh, but on the medium that you're listening to it, if you're listening to it in your car while you're driving, it's it, silence does not uh, is it, not what you're tune it in for. So there had to be conversation. So 
Um, as much as I agree with you in the at home thing, sometimes it is better to listen and just go, you know, all right. Uh, but we weren't in that position. Yeah. And I'm trying to, as I right now, as Andy was speaking, I was trying to time it so that by the time he got done, this is why I like to print out the emails. Cause when I'm combing through this shit, my eyes start to lock up and I can't figure out what's what, but I was trying to find the email that we got from our girl, not a B, but the other B. Because uh, she wrote in in regards to Kyla and the Andy situation. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of funny to me. I, I think that there's this cattiness uh, where sometimes I think women don't want to stick together as women. Now, granted, there are a little there are a lot of women who do show uh, sisterhood and support for one another. But I think for some strange reason, and I guess only women can explain this. There also seems to be this cattiness and this pettiness that exists within women where they almost want to, I don't know what the, I don't know what the right word is or why they don't support each other. But there were a lot of women who were very disappointed and upset with Kyla uh, because of, of her take with Andy. And they thought that she was not handling that right. So um, while, while, while I kind of thought initially there were going to be a shitload of emails of women coming at Andy, which would pitchforks and torches out of their love and respect for Kyla. It was the opposite. Uh, a lot of women were like, well, hold up, bitch. Uh, so I was, I'm trying to find that. God damn it. You know, as anything, though, there's there's a balance. I, I think that if I would have came in and said this whole thing, it, it depends on what I was asking, too, and I or what I was talking about. And I was talking about something very specific. It wasn't the whole thing. It was It was specific. So I don't know. And then my take on where we connect, I guess, men and women. Right. But don't you think that to some degree that, I don't know, it seems like, a, like, like, again. How are we supposed to get there if we can't talk about it? True. True. But, and I don't want this to dare turn into a political thing, but it's like with Hillary Clinton. Damn, ladies, y'all had a chance to break the grass, glass ceiling and make history. And you didn't support your fellow woman if for no other reason, but for that, there's a lot. Well, right, but see, I don't want to get into yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, political. Yeah. yeah, and I know you you have a disdain for Hillary, but I'm just simply saying again, for the same reason, black people went unite. Black people put black. I think it's Patrice's line. Pussy powers activate, but Negro shame activate. Niggas had to come together because it was like our first chance to elect our first black president. And make history fuck the other shit. We'll deal with that later. This is a chance. I would have thought that women would have bonded together the same way. But it's different with, well, with it, white women because it's not the same. History, slavery. Yeah, but it's, it's, not also, the, it's also different with women in general. Because That's what I'm saying, too. But I'm saying because it, 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 women, there's been women from the other side. Since, since you started this, and it's a little political. Let's just do this. There have been women from the other side. And women uh, were quick to attack uh, the women from the other side, from, the, from right. the, the conservative side. Let's put it that way. It's a Republican, Democrat, trying to keep this out of being like you just said, and we right. get into a political debate. But there's been women from the conservative side that people are, are, are against because of that. And, and, you know, but to your point, um, I can't. I'm not going to flaw your logic. Maybe that's a question we should have had for her. And maybe when she's on next, we can ask her that if she's if she here it is. Her. Uh, what a way to put it. A lot of bullshit just to finally get to it. B. Jackson. 
uh, the principle of pleasure app. She writes, sigh. Okay. So I went back and forth uh, whether I would send this email. I've even revised this email a few times before sending it because I didn't want to sound too aggressive. There is a such thing as being too feminist to the point where your views are the only views that matter and being stuck is being stuck in one mindset. I'm a black woman, so I always stand with black women, but sometimes we just need to fucking listen, in caps she puts. Everything isn't an argument or a debate. We don't even need to always agree, but sometimes, in caps, just listen. Funny enough, I have been called the male chauvinist, which is uh, funny being a woman, because my views don't often align with being a woman. But I just think it's uh, about being realistic and objective. I was going to send this email directly to Kyler, Kyla or what she could have uh, done differently. But who am I to tell another woman what she needs to do or not do? So I'll just say everything isn't an argument. Some shit is about race and, and in caps, some shit just isn't. Best. B. Jackson. Uh, you know, I don't think that that was uh, that came after. She had an opinion. I don't think that she came after Kyla on that. I think she just <clears throat> that was her feeling on a, on a brief interaction. I don't. I, I thought that was fair. It didn't feel like she was. Uh, she said that she rewrote it. She had to think about sending it because it's not what she. She didn't want to. Uh, yeah, she wanted to stand by her sister. So, but so the, so I don't feel like that that in any way was that. I just think she was, and I don't even think she's disagreeing with her wholeheartedly. I think she's saying, but open yourself up to hearing more right because i think that people would have appreciated the conversation if we would have had it differently uh without it trump without it being thrown into a racial component immediately mm. okay that's fair enough I, I i i'm only judging that from the emails i got not well, because I mean, of my own and, and, and she said every some things about race and some things isn't well because even if we would have discussed a little bit more openly and then put it to some racial uh, <clears throat> to held accountable to some racial ideas that would have been fair but when you shut it down like that or when you make it you take it somewhere right away it gives it gives it no opportunity to um to have that conversation and open it up into a bigger space. It, it became a smaller, it became a smaller conversation. So I think that that's <clears throat> what she's saying. It could open up more if we can listen and talk to each other, but you know. So at the end of the day, you just like be open. And if, you know, instead of being closed and change the conversation or change the direction to create a bigger space. Yeah. But you know, so in other words, ladies, <laughs> always be open no matter what you do. Always be open. And if for whatever reason, one space is closed, then you switch your position and you create a bigger space. Because when you create a bigger space, you give it a place for my face, for the taste. <laughs> you see, there's many lessons to be learned in debating while waiting to use your come to debasting. I, I get what you're saying. So does Cliff Huxtable. Yeah, it sounds like Cliff really, really, yeah. really understood it. Yes, yes, yes. Oftentimes when I want to go into deep thought, I do this thing where I put my arm underneath my chin and I hold my face up with my fist. Many times I wanted to take a woman and bend her over in the doggy position, spread open the cheeks, and put my chin in the butthole. 
and let her booty be my fist to hold up my face. Well, Mr. Crosby, I heard that uh, you are a great listener and you, you, you prioritize listening, but you also have uh, something that you do when you're tired of listening so that you don't have to hear anything any longer. Well, you know, I'm a great listener and sometimes the best words are spoken silence. <laughs> so when I want to enjoy a woman's best words, I go to the plop plop in the fizz fizz and oh boy, hello America. She speaks one language. <laughs> and then when I hear those words, I know that it's time for me to listen in a different position. Face to face, I'm going to listen. I'm going to be on top of you. My lips are going to be towards your neck. You're going to be on your back, facing up at the heavens. And then I'm going to listen while you... And I understand every word. The moment you wake up and you go, what happened? Then the story's over. Okay. Join us next week with more lessons on how to... Uh, William Farmer. Let me make sure I deleted that one first. Did I? Okay, William Farmer. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Hey, Aries. Hey, Andy. You guys have very interesting takes on current events, so I thought I'd reach out and ask you guys your opinions on the Depp versus Heard case. It's kind of ironic how the Will Smith and Chris Rock situation got so much media attention, and we had so many people saying Jada was the puppet master. I've had to say I agree with that statement, especially after reading some of Will Smith's book and watching the Red Table stuff. Now, I've been keeping up with this Johnny Depp case, and it's funny how they are attacking this man's character to make him seem like a crazed, drug-addicted abuser. They even read a text message conversation between Depp and Heard, where Johnny says, when you really are in love with someone, Sometimes you go for the throat. <clears throat> Hello? Yeah, it's OJ. I was wondering if I could uh, enter the chat. Um, <laughs> a couple of messages later, Depp replies, I have something else for your throat that doesn't involve pain. Oh, boy. You know what he was talking about, but the lawyer tried to spin this as him being abusive. But a lot of the rec recordings... Uh, and testimony really make her look like a monster. Seems to be that a lot of men are in abusive relationship with narcissistic, narcissistic, oh shit. Narcissistic? Thank you. It's about to pull it, Andy. See, I got it. I got Narcissistic that though. Oh, narcissistic. Yeah. Yeah, narcissistic it's women. It's not an owl. It's narcissistic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got. I could even say owl better now right. this time. Say owls with nar narcissisticism. <laughs> <laughs> um. Women not abusing them physically, but mentally. Anyway, what's your guys' opinion on this case? And have either of you been in an abusive relationship with a woman? I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. Uh, if so, how'd you get free? Keep up the great work, guys. And thanks for reading my email, even though it didn't make it on the podcast, The Farmer. You know, I don't know a whole lot about this Johnny Depp crazy girl case, but I know enough to know that I heard something about she either defecated or pissed on the bed. Yeah. Um, and listen, man, obviously, I don't want to, you know, we know that there are probably obviously more women who are the victims of crazy fucked up people than there are men. But we have to start really stop acting like shit that men can't be victims because between Jada and Will, uh, Depp and Heard, 
And now this shit, you heard about DJ Envy's wife? Yeah. Talking about she for 10 years faked orgasms. It's just like, come on, man. Like, we got to start throwing, we got to turn the system upside down. We got to clear the fucking table, man. Because this shit is, 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 these are crimes, man. And because men are men, we're not being taken seriously. And this shit can be damaging to a man. Well, what you said, though, you said uh, more women are abused. Than yeah. But I, Keep that thought. I'm just turning on the air. Okay. I would say more women are physically abused than men. But that does, I, I think equally, we men and women abuse each other mentally. And I think that that is, uh, I think that's starting to get recognized. And, and not that uh, you should lose your control over your physical because uh, you, you're, you're being put to the test mentally, but it can happen. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, that it should. I'm just saying, uh, I think equally we're men and women are both mentally abused. Okay. Uh, and, okay. Yeah. And it's, and, and, and God, I don't want to, would you really say that's equally though? Yeah. I, I t- On the mental. Yeah, I would. I would because women are really good at that. And oh, you're right. There's your point. There's your point. The motherfuckers are artists. And, and and listen, and you can't hit them, and 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 that's where this comes from because they know if they hit you, they're not gonna do what you can do to them when they hit you, unless it's Gemma. Just Gemma, she should kick you with this. Like she got in some MMA, she would be a hell of an MMA fighter, man. She would fucking <laughs> you just suffocate people with those thighs. But anyway, um, you, you develop the skill that you have. Men are, and listen, I'm, uh, this is, I'm generalizing. I'm way generalizing right now. But men are physical. We have physical skills. Those are the skills. And, and, and when you're not, I don't want to say, how you raise your intelligence level, your physical level can go up because you realize, okay, I'm not the smartest dude. I'm going to be the strongest dude. I'm the smartest dude. I'm not the strongest dude. That happens. We, we realize those things. Women aren't necessarily in a relationship the strongest, but they know that they can be the smartest and they know how to push buttons. They know how to emotionally fuck with you. Not saying men don't. I'm saying that's a skill, though, that's developed to, to equal, to make people equal or to balance people. And to be honest, I think there are men who can mentally and verbally skillfully destroy a woman. Yes. But even doing that seems fucked up. Because you know, it's like, again, when you know you have the power to, the best strength is not doing it. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not promoting that anything that we just talked about, whether I didn't live in Will and Jada's um, marriage, I didn't live with John and, and Augustus, Amber Augustus, Augustus, uh, yeah. Augustus Augustine, whatever that nigga's name was, he lived in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he? he lived right in the motherfucker. Yeah, well, he was just uh, he was just passing through, though. You know what that sound is? Him pulling out of the pussy. <laughs> um, I'm just I I don't and I I'm not taking sides. I'm not trying to. Uh, I I don't like this conversation because we don't have an, uh, we don't have someone to balance the conversation. You mean like a woman? Yeah. No, but I don't think you need one in this case. We know what it is. Yeah. But I think women are skillful at that because that is their that that is their counterpunch to a to a man being who can't punch back, yeah, and who often don't punch back and and shouldn't punch back. But this is this is the way it is, and I think that we are becoming more aware of me, of, of mental. Uh, we're becoming more aware of our mental situations, whether it's you're on edge mentally or. But we're taking that seriously now. It isn't the same way that it used to be. And that doesn't relieve men of any of the responsibilities from damaging women or beating women. That that's still a responsibility. Right. And I'm not trying to off it on just a mental edge. 
I'm just saying it, that's an ability. It's a skill. And yes, I feel like I have been in a relationship where um, someone knew how to move me mentally through the relationship the way that they wanted to manipulate me. Uh, and I and I let that happen. And the way you break free from it is, <laughs> I, honestly, this is the this is the bottom line for me. You have to love yourself, man. And once you feel like you love yourself and someone else isn't carrying that same amount of love for you that, that you carry for them, because I feel like in a great relationship you love that other person as much as much as you can, and it should be almost as equal to yourself. You have to keep yourself alive. So you should, you know, there's still a distance, but they should be loved, and you should never want that the 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 other person struggles. What's up? Get in the camera. Oh, I'm on the camera. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not good on video. I'm a, I'm radio. I'm a radio of sound. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a bad. Yeah. Listen, if I've said this a million times, um, I, I just wish that there were more of a balance to this because again, this kind of shit destroys lives. It destroys men's lives. Um, but it destroys do, women too. No, it does. But I'm just saying it, it the lie can destroy the man's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, oh, it, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a lie. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it's like some guys, if you're fortunate enough to bounce back, great. But sometimes the, the lie is so damaging, you can't bounce back. And and that's the sad part. When when you go, it was a lie. But things have already been lost. Things have already been taken. You know, you've already been convicted. So that that's the part that bothers me. And you know, it's unfortunate for Depp and the and because he wrote in about Depp and and like I said, to get out of a relationship, you have to love yourself and you have to feel like you need to take better care of yourself than that person is, and so you have to get away from it. But to what you said, Depp in his drug use, his his heyday, that's when he was uh, dating that model, that other model. Um, God, I can't remember her name. Uh, of course, I can't remember her name. But it was back in the eighties. She was the uh, Kate Moss. <laughs> they were both they were they were on record they would go to party they were always fucked up on some kind of drug um but he would, didn't have any history of what she's been he's being accused of now and i i think it's weird uh that none of our history <laughs> gets put into this so suddenly he's old and now he's he's battering women right um and i wouldn't have said that before i read what's come out and what's been said i, I but I, you know i'm sure it isn't as when I read things, you know, I read, I, I fucking can't stand when I read like social media because I stand with uh, Amber Heard or I stand with Johnny Depp. You guys, they were in a relationship together. They were both wrong. I'm not saying one was more wrong or less wrong than the other. That's not the point. They were both wrong. And to say, I stand with you, you're standing on, what are you standing on? Okay. But what was it? Was it, has it been proven fact that he was abusive in any way? No, it's not proven. And so, but, okay, but, that but so, so that if she's accusing him of that, which is a, a which for a lot of men can be a career ender, right? A, a life changer. Well, then no, I stand with Johnny Depp. I'm sure there was problems in the relationship, though. I'm just saying, I I, I don't. This isn't a dividing line that one person. Um, it, yeah, it is a dividing it, line. Yeah, it, it is because 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 if, if somebody's because, livelihood and reputation and life and, and 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 potential ability to make dollars is on the line. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. On the, you're right on this one because, and I, and I take that back because the relationship had ended. They were divorced, and this is really about a, uh, an article that was written that didn't name Johnny Depp, but it was it was obvious who it was pointing out. So this is a defamation defamation of character lawsuit, and so that's even more. This isn't just a 
a, a, a breaking up of a marriage issue here. So yeah, I guess you could say, yeah, I stand with Depp on this one because the, he he sued her for this defamation of character for 50 million. So then, and this, this is, man, Get maybe- Get that bag, King. And the, Get that bag, King. But this is where, like, let's let's do this then. Let's do this as we were talking about this. So what does she come back and do? She sues him for a hundred million because she's going to, She's going to one up him on it. Women. I'm not, I don't want to make it a man woman thing though. In this particular relationship, I, I do think that there is uh when you, when you read the things that have come out and Depp is not without fault. I'm not saying that, but I don't think that he, they're showing that the things that she had on her face when she was accusing him of beating her is her makeup. But man, she shit on the pillows, B. She did shit on the pillows. You don't shit on the pillows. Cause that means whoever Johnny sees the next morning, well, like, dude, what happened to you? Man, I got shit face. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently, you know, because they have more than one home. Right. The security guard found it, took pictures of it, and and said not to come over right now. They were taking care of it. Well, I'm telling you, when you know, again, this fucking myth, this mythical fairy tale that exists about oh, the daintiness and the purity and the innocence of a girl. When them hoes get mad, nigga. They play dirtier or as dirty as any dude. Shitting on the pillows, B? Come on, man. At least you shit on him instead of like in it and then hit it. And then he would go to take a, go to sleep. And I'd rather you shit in it because well, there's a layer between me and it. Yeah, but you wouldn't know it was there. You might jump in and then get out. No, nah, if the shit ain't last time I checked, uh, shit stink. It come with a warning. Well, if it stayed there for a day, it might not, it might air out. Nah, B. No. Nah, nah, nah. That never goes away. Shit is like Jehovah's Witnesses, nigga. They <laughs> walk never go in, away. Could you imagine walking in and go, someone smells like someone shh, didn't someone not flush the toilet and you're walking around your house trying to find smells like a Jehovah's Witnesses in here. Uh nah, man. That's that why Jehovah Witness? why do you do that? Because they like shit. They never go away. JT, first time emailer and sh show suggestions, suggestions, suggestions. Boy, I'm really, I think me and you are catching a case of the Andes. Yeah. Uh, yo, what's up, Aries and Andy? Uh, it's JT from Detroit. First time emailer. I've stated in the subject line, really love you guys' podcast and the amazing chemistry you guys genuinely have. Now let's get down to the nitty gritty. If you guys haven't watched Killing It with Craig Robinson and Bust Down with Sam J. I think you guys should check those shows out and let me know what y'all think. Both shows have the complete first season so you guys could binge them. Uh, looking forward to hearing my emails being read as well as feedback when, if y'all choose to watch. <clears throat> Keep up the good content. Much love, JT. First of many emails. And I recently saw where Snowfall has officially... Uh, is now officially streamable, all episodes. So I will be diving into those bags of chips uh, this week. Um, and I, I got to know that winning time is right behind it. It's got to be in its rear view mirror. Because uh, goddamn, I want to jump into that bag of chips too. And then I think this week too, part two of season four of Ozark. I got a lot of chips to eat. Why, why do you why do you have to binge it? Why can't you just because it, it when it's something is that good for it to be over and when something look if something stinks 
Like when my girl used to try to make me watch Game of Thrones, nigga, it was the longest hour of my life. I felt like I was reading the Bible from page one, cover to cover, in a closet with no light. It was horrible, nigga. But when something is good, it goes by like that. So if I watch a show as good as a Snowfall or an Ozark, after that first hour, I'm jonesing like a crackhead. Give me some more. Give me some more. I need some more. And if I have to wait a week, it drives me nuts. Especially if the, if the episode previous was great. I'll go nuts, dude. I used to do that with power. I didn't binge. And after I watch an episode, I'm like, fuck. The way they ended that, now I got to wait a week. I go crazy, man. I try to limit it now to like four episodes if something's on and not binge more than four at a time. See, but then once you finish the four, you want the next ones. Yeah, but you got to, like, it, it gives your brain time to take a break. Fuck that. Process what you just saw. Nah, nah son. Nah. I, I, I'd sniff all the coke at once. Fuck lines. I open the bag and boom, nigga. It's a good thing you were an 80s baby because you were an 80s adult. You wouldn't have made it. Oh, no, hell no. I'd have been all out of that <laughs> motherfucker a long time ago. Um... Uh, William Johnson, uh, biblical Bible topic from Rothaniel. First thing is that the Old Testament is law and the New Testament is the spirit. It is man written, but translated from Hebrew old ass scrolls. The parts that's really modified is from slavery times and it's to keep the slaves from going against the slave masters. Yo, is there a, is there a way sent you voice message? Yo, is there a way sent you voice message? Damn, nigga, you wrote that from old Hebrew scrolls. <laughs> uh, I feel like this is going to a few paragraphs for context for context's sake. I'll fuck with y'all. Keep it going, please. I need y'all. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, just write out a long email, and I'll see how long it is, and we'll see. We'll 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 you know. We'll pre something before we read it uh, or, or really become great at what you want to say in, in short form. Because, um, yeah, I, you know. There, there is a different, you know, as he's getting into this, just, just uh, there is a different Bible that was created mm-hmm. and cut down and, and made for specifically what he's saying. There is a slave Bible. You can right. find it still. Right. Um, so... <clears throat> I, but I hear what he's saying because there are some verses in there about... Your, Pretty lengthy? No, but there's some things in there that are... I, I would love to hear his, uh, um, his take on it because I, uh-huh. I, I know where, what he's talking about specifically. Um, oh boy, Jose Gardia. Gemma. Yo, Aries is bugging. I'd fuck the absolute shit out of her with those big-ass turkey legs. Aries, you ain't tripping. I'm with you on this one. boy. Thank you, sir. Big ass turkey legs. I love it. From Clydesdale to turkey legs. You're just starting to understand, dude. I'm I'm a I'm a big meaty nigga. I like a brontosaurus leg, bitch. You know what I mean? Dun 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 You know what that's from? Uh-uh. Jurassic Park. That's Jurassic. No, yeah. June 10th, the final Jurassic Park movie comes out. I can't wait. They brought the whole gang back. Uh, yeah, are you, can you do the impression? I'm trying to think of his name even. 
Ah, ah, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Yeah, we are back. We're back. Yes, we are. Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, God, I fucking wish I could do that. I wish I could do it. Uh, <laughs> um, Deidre and Johnson. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Um, Batman, second time through. The Batman, the scene with Batman, Jeffrey Wright, and the Penguin, my favorite. Very film noir with the rapid fire dialogue and some funny lines. What is this? Good cop, bat, bat shit cop. Uh, and when they ask him about killing the girl in it's very Brad Pitt and Seven. What's in the box? Really enjoying it. I downloaded it so that I could watch it on the plane as I came out to Applewood. Applewood? Appleton. App- now, now Appleton. Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah. And I didn't watch it yet. But I do want the fact that I even want to see it a second time uh, is saying something. Uh, because again, now that I really think about it, I enjoyed it the first time. And I think I need to see it a second time just to, you know. I thought I thought I got a lot more out of it the second time. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you this. I watched it again uh, yeah. at home on HBO Max. I saw right. it twice in the theater. I took my mm-hmm. son, I watched it once on my own, then I took my son to go see it. So then uh, I came on at home. I was at home and I saw it. I said, yeah, let me, you know, just get into this because I didn't want to pay attention to something. And then I sat there and paid attention to it. And if you didn't see it in the theater, I'm going to tell you, it's still good to watch it on on your home set. Right. But that that big screen in the theater. Yeah. It it really, and when she's talking about that film noir style, it really comes out. It really, you, you feel it. Part that she brought up about seven, yeah, we've t- did we talk about yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it has it has every it has every bit of every great movie, uh, like a, I don't want to say an homage, but there's something in there that you can just you can relate it to, and I, I think like again, I think it was I think they did a really good job with it. And you know, to his point about certain things best being seen on the big screen, let me put it in uh, titty form. Uh, some tits are best seen out of the bra. Uh, we as men, we appreciate a good meat cleavage in a bra. But there's nothing like seeing titties out of the bra. So that's what he's talking about. Yeah, and, and because the city is a main character in that. In, right. In this, so it, yeah. it really enhanced it to see it in, in the big screen. Sometimes the nipples can be the main character. You like you like big you like the big saucers, don't you? I like uh children's happy meal silver dollar areolas. I <laughs> make the children. Pancakes, the little yeah. I like areolas the size of silver dollar Happy Meal pancakes. So at least four inches in, di- in diameter. Yeah. Uh, yes, but then I like human pinky tip nipples. <laughs> you have a very specific. Oh, dude, I, I'm still waiting to. Uh, I would love to see if you could draw it out this Picasso that you you have painted in your head. I couldn't, but you know who could. Um, I'm still waiting to munch on a clit the size of a wiener schnitzel mini dog and a pretzel. It's it's not gonna. If you saw it and it had that that shape to it, yes, I would be grossed. Do you think you'd be grossed? A small penis shape. I would lick my lips and roll my neck like Danny Glover in Mel Gibson. And dive in that motherfucking nigga. 
You know what I'm saying? I I I, I gotta admit, I, I would take a I would take a little step back. I'd be like, uh, I'm sure I'd and I'd be like, oh excuse me. I'd take a step back just to give myself enough room for a full charge. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dude, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. I the older I get, I'm turning into an animal. I just want beast like love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want hair to get pulled, patches to be left, scratches, DNA evidence. I want our girl to do a full investigation on the sexual scene. A B. Uh, all right. Uh, 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 we got uh, Ace Williamson. You know what? Oh, shit. What? I just saw what the title of that was. What was it? Uh, Doctor Strange. Yes. And you just did uh, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum was, yeah. If he was younger, wouldn't he have made a great Doctor Strange? Nah. No? You don't nah, think so? Nah, too Jeff Goldblumy. You don't think he could have been cool? Uh, all right. I'm going to make a portal. Uh, <laughs> and you guys are going to go through it. Nah. nah. <laughs> I think it could have been nah, cool. Son, nah, son. <laughs> Benedict Cumberpatch is perfect for that. <laughs> there are some roles that God just goes, this is for you. He's perfect for that. Um, all right. Uh, speaking of, okay. What's up, Aries, uh, Aries and Andy? Aries, I heard your take on Gerard Carmichael's special. So I was wondering, did you ever get a chance to check out Mike Epps' new stand-up special on Netflix called Indiana Mike? I was so happy and ready to see it. And then once I see, oh, shit, I seen it. All right. Louis has been awoken. <laughs> It started off strong, but then got a little light in the ass towards the middle and end. Now, I am one that wasn't too high on Mike Epps' first stand-up. He was more funny in movies to me. But with each one, he's gotten better. But this one, there seemed to be a huge drop-off for me. Now, about Doctor Strange. He has a new movie coming out May 4th, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I know you and Andy love Marvel movies, and I would appreciate it if you guys... Go and check it out and do a review on it when it drops. I think this is going to be one of those amazing-ass Marvel movies that's going to blow a lot of people away. I know a lot of other fans uh, of the show that I love, that love Marvel just as much as I do, would love you guys take on it also. I can't picture Benedict's funny-looking ass as nobody else but Doctor Strange no more. That's how great he is in that role, just like Rob is with Iron Man. Much blessings, and you guys keep putting on these fire-ass episodes. Um, yeah, I'm going to go check it out. Uh, I got to admit, you know, in the beginning, um, I wasn't a big Doctor Strange guy. I mean, I kind of knew of it uh, from seeing comic book covers, but never did I ever, ever, ever indulge in, uh, in Doctor Strange. I mean, I fell in love with it, obviously, because of the Avengers, um, and then of course, Spider-Man, No Way Home. I went, I like this. I like, I like Benedict Cumberbatch as an actor. I like him in that role. Uh, I especially loved in the Avengers, him and Tony kind of bravado, bravado, face off, machoism, uh, and arrogance. So he's grown on me. So I'm definitely going to go check this out. Um, yeah. I, I was not a Dr. Strange fan as far as the comic books go. Right. He was like on my third tier. I don't think I own any Dr. Strange comic books. When really? I, back when I was... A youthful, exuberant young, young pup. Uh, but um, the very first Doctor Strange, I thought like he did a great job because he played because he 
he was the doctor. Yeah. And you know what? You bought into that he was the doctor. And then mm-hmm. when he he the transformation to being Doctor Strange, just it just like you did say he fits it. It just it came. It, it seems almost like you couldn't like you just said couldn't cast anybody else. But like the casting, like it should have been so obvious to everybody because of how well he just right. sunk it up. But the, the the like the cape, the just little things about it. I I I never got from the comic book that I got in here that it was amazing. I I think it's really good. So I'm excited for that. But what do you think of? I know you're not going to comment on Epps's special. Did you see it yet, though? I, 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 That's I, what I wanted to yeah, no, see. No, I didn't see it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think when I first when I first came to LA and shortly after Mike did, uh, I always recognized Mike. Mike is a funny dude. Uh, and not to say, I mean, I, I I haven't seen his older, his much older work. Not anything personal. I just have. Uh, but Mike was always a funny ass motherfucker to me. Yeah, I think he's great yeah. in movies. Yeah. Uh, oh, fantastic in movies. Yeah, but he's in Winning Time. Oh yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's prior. Yeah, you, you mentioned that to me. Yeah, is it short and sweet, or is it they give him some some room? I they give him a lot of. I think they give him quite a bit of room. How uh, is he as prior? I'm not sure yet. I mean, it's still well. The fact that you're saying you're not sure yet almost says it's. Can it, he pull off a big screen adaptation? If you're seeing you're not sure based off of that, then that's a whole weight to carry. It, it's hard for me because I'm a huge prior fan. Well, and, then that means no. No, and I, I thought he did fine for what it was because it's it's only a few scenes so far. Fine and prior don't go together. Just fine and prior don't go together. You're talking about weight, phenomenal, one of the goats. When we talk about goats, Jordan, Ali, prior, Michael Jackson. Yeah, but I I don't know prior behind the scenes. Don't matter, don't matter. If you you if you if you if you step into those shoes, you have to sell it immediately. No, hey, I need to see more. Nah, immediately. I'm gonna go with it's not bad. Well, then it ain't good. Then it's not great. Well, then it ain't good. You didn't look Jamie Fox as Ray immediately. It's not Jamie Foxx and Ray. Well, then there it is. But this is different. It's a. Nah, it's, I don't want to hear that. It's well, a, nah. co- a nope. comic adaptation ab- of a of a. Nope. Okay. You don't you don't step in as Babe Ruth with a minor league like, performance. Yeah, but you got to see it. Maybe you'll have a different take than I do. Nigga, if you feel that way, and nah. we're cut from the same comic cloth, how you think I'm gonna feel? You know they're they're trying to. This show- ain't Batman. This ain't fictitious. This is a real dude. Who we know and have studied. I don't know. I That's why I'm telling you, Will Smith with Ali was a big no-no for me. I've drowned myself in Ali. Biopics, docs, books, but, fights. But that's the thing. I think when you get too close to it, sometimes it's hard to nah. see someone else in it because nah. I didn't think Will Smith did a bad job as Ali. Hey, man, I'm the greatest, man. <laughs> you my pose off. What you want me to do, Coach? Hell. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> you tell Joe Fraser, I'll meet him in a time in that ring. Come on, Dundee. Get the fuck out of here, yo. Nah. We'll see. We'll see. I'm telling you, people, side by side, watch Ali, and as soon as that movie's over, watch Ray. And tell me if you don't understand what I'm talking about. One is a guy who became it, and the other one is a guy trying to become it. Well, 
Ray, that that's exceptional, man. He really Yo, what, what else is there? He, You're portraying an exceptional person. Yeah, and he embodied the character. There we go. There's no wiggle room for someone of that ilk. No, because if if you watch that and you didn't know who Jamie Foxx was, you'd say that's right. Or you might even go, is that actor really blind? Is he really like because you wouldn't know because he he played it so well, even if you didn't know who Ray Charles was or you didn't know who he was. Just as watching a character, I bought into every part of that character. In West Philadelphia, born and raised <laughs> on the playground is where I spent most of my days, man. That's what I saw. <laughs> but you're also you you very tuned into impressions. You you have an ear that's different than right. And Jamie played the right notes. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna make it do it, do baby. The, the, oh, oh, everything, dude. He fucking owned that. I just go out here and find me an old Johnny girl. Oh, hello. Oh man, it was no Jamie in that. Ugh. In the center of that ring. <laughs> My auntie said, you're moving with your uncle and your auntie in Bel Air, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he has enough issues right now. Let's move on. Man, fuck that. You saw no sympathy. This nigga punched one of our kinfolk. Uh, and incidentally, you were saying, oh, man, Will's this is going to be rough for him. He's... Ah, ah. He's getting movie office, man, left and right. Let's see how it, That's why I told you, he going to be all right. He and lost a bunch of movies, though, And in the he's getting the game, gang of them back. What? Money, 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 money. I just want to see him get the help that he needs to get past what, where he, what he's into <sighs> right now. That dude should I'm still disappointed. And that, that should have been the best, one of the best days of that dude's life. So fucking lootly. And I still, when I look back at him, that there's no way that and people are probably gonna say, I don't know his life. I don't know his life. I just know when you're at an apex of what you worked your whole life to be, and it crumbles in front of you in mm-hmm. moments. There's some other behind-the-scenes shit that needs to be worked out. Wow. And I hope he gets the, the help his, to work his that out. His life's crumble would be everybody else's dreams. No, that's everybody else's come up. No, no, no lie. <laughs> but, but besides that, though, he worked to get to an apex, man. He was at the top of everything he ever worked for. Yeah. So that's all. I mean, you don't give it, you don't give it up for, like that. There's something else. And that's what, how Hollywood feels about their golden egg. You don't just give it up like that. Yes, you're going to have some things be frozen and dropped just to give the wink, wink, perception that we're checking you, we're punishing you, but nigga, the, the, the gravy train don't stop. A la Shawshank Redemption. It stops now. No, nothing stops. Nothing stops. Well, listen, I'm not, like I said, I'm not defending what Will did. Right. I just want better for him. I hope that him and Chris Rock figure it out and they can become friends again. They'd be all right. Uh, from Razia0011. Uh, day one listener, first time emailer. Bruh, Gemma is a bad bitch. I'm talking drink Kool-Aid out the crack of the ass bad. Well, you know, there's <laughs> been many times I've drinking some beverages out of the booty, and it's been wonderful. Matter of fact, I remember one time I was drinking milk. I said I want something chocolate. So instead of giving 
a black girl. I just took the milk and I actually got a black girl and I put the milk down the booty crack and it turned into chocolate, you see? All right. Um, Oddly enough, if I drink milk out of the crack of an Asian girl's booty, it tastes like vanilla fortune cookie. There's a yumminess to it, a sweetness to it. Men should try to drink milk out of booty cracks. Try different flavors. If you drink milk out of a Puerto Rican woman's ass, it'll taste like strawberry quick with a little bit of banana. Um, Tell the Jew to step his dick game up and he wouldn't be intimidated by a stallion like that. Peace out. Love to the Jew and the jerk. King. Yeah, that's not that's not intimidation. That's straight up fear. <laughs> Same thing, like a potato <laughs> patata. It's just not my look. I don't I, desire I, I that. I hear you. Don't you, desire that at all. Hey, listen, some niggas want to ride a Clydesdale. Others want to ride a freshly born horse. And that's Andy, a freshly born horse. <laughs> that's too much. If, if, you know what? I'm going to put you, if I had to pay for your seat on the plane by the pound, Yes. Um, I don't, I, that I can't afford Gemma. Okay. So you coach guy. Yeah. I'm going to ride and coach. All right. Uh, all right I'm going to read this last one. Uh, from T-Rell. Hey, Aries and Andy. I'm a fan of your podcast. I enjoy listening, learning, and laughing. In the beginning of the Principles of Pleasure episode, you commented about T.I.'s action in the comedy world. I never heard of any of T.I.'s comedy just heard people's reaction towards his actions. I've also heard you guys give respect to other comedians and their style, which brings me to my question. Was it, what is it about stand-up that people think it's easy to do, regardless being one of the few forms of entertainment that doesn't require a resume to get into it? Nothing is easy about standing in front of strangers and reveal a little bit about yourself. With that said, why do people think it's easy to do stand-up? I don't think the majority of people think it is easy to do stand-up. I think the majority of the people out there uh, respect it, recognize it for being... Look, they said, you know, and this is a fact, one of the scariest things for people to do is public speaking. Uh, And that's just speaking, let alone trying to make them laugh. That's just getting up and if you read and copy um, or giving a speech of some sort, so now the pressure of having to to make them laugh is like a quadruple fear because that actually requires skill. So I don't think anybody thinks it's easy. I just think, again, he's arrogant. He comes from a rap world where arrogance and bravado and cockiness uh, mean something. So he just was arrogant. But, but what you just said, getting in front of a crowd is one of the... It's, it's one of the number one fears that people have. Right. T.I. already knows how to do that. So to him, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not justifying what he said. I disagree with him. Yeah. But I'm saying to him, I, he already has that skill set. Being in front of a crowd, m- using music, making people move. He knows that. Right. So to him, this is to him in his thought process, I'm just tweaking what I'm doing. And now I'm just my natural, funny self. But as we know, natural, funny doesn't always translate on stage at all. All Hello. the guy who's the funny guy at work is not the funny guy on a, on a comedy club. Stage. Your funniest cousin at your family cookout is not being a comedian. 
It's, 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 you know, and again, there's a comfortability that comes with uh, your family and your friends and your office workers where you feel comfortable enough to go there uh, in front of a room full of complete strangers who, again, we've said this a million times. You've heard it before. It's just a different beast. Uh, but again, thank God for humility. But the reason I think people think the, the people who do think it's easy is because they see someone and they're talking and it doesn't seem like they're, it, I mean, when you're really good at it, it doesn't seem like it is the hardest job in the world. If I've seen the best up there just having a conversation and it's great. But I think it's also because any, like he said in there, you don't need a resume to do it. Anyone can do it. Anyone could go on. Anyone open, can try to do it. They can go on an open mic stage and the next day they write comedian on their Facebook profile. Right. And technically, at that moment, they are a comedian. They signed up for it. It's like in that Tony Hawk doc. Uh, amateur or pro? And Tony checked pro that day, right. and he's a pro. Right. Uh, that's how it was back then. That's how it is, uh, you know, when you do comedy. You can just go in, do some open mics, and you can write comic, comic on your uh, profile. No one's going to question it. No one's going to say anything about it. And I, I always said the comedy to me is like, uh, we're, we're the... Uh, we're the cable installers right. because uh, like anybody who has a small set of tools can just go get a job at a cable thing, run some wires yeah. and, you know, you plug in a few things and it's a hard job being a cable installer, but you know, it, it's, it's minimal. Uh, you need minimal experience to get it. I think it's the same. Yeah. I mean, here's the guy I don't like uh, is the guy that's been told by his coworkers, family or friends that he's funny, but he still doesn't have the balls to actually go and do it. But what he does is come to the comedy club and look for his openings to try to get in with the comedian to get in on laughs at the comics. Now, even if it's not intentionally at the comics expense, but the comics time, I'm going to use this time to get me some time uh, to show people I'm funny. No, that's some coward shit. You know what I mean? That's coward shit. You know, d d fucking bring your ass up here in this solo sport with material you've written and get your feet wet. I I just think sometimes those guys, a lot of those guys just are, are they have this delusion. And I think I've said this on here before. You, you're going to be in the crowd. You're going to yell out something and it goes back and forth. And the community goes, you're funny. You know, come on the road with me. I, right. I really think there's right. a delusion that they're going to be, they're going to be given some kind of knighted pass right. and they're going to move up in the line and they're going to become are the scariest people in the world. How could you think that way? But you know, people do. Yes, absolutely. This fantasy that you can't, that's what I'm saying. When people come up to me and they go, Hey, yo, can I get a picture? And I go, Hey, yeah, but after the show and they are angry or hurt because in their minds, they knew they were going to ask me, and I was going to go, are you, what? Let, 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 let's get a drink. It's me and you have a drink and talk to me for 30 minutes about your life. Then let's take the picture. They, they don't know that, hey, I'm in a zone. I'm getting ready for a show. And no is not, I mean, later is not no. No, it's not no. It means let's take this when everybody's taken it so I don't have to get another. Tell someone else, okay, I'll take a picture. And now three more people are there and six more people and you have to yeah. go on stage. That's what that's about. But the best part is to me, uh, and you get this way more than I do because no one knows any of my set or no one want, really wants to, they're, they're, they're not in awe of me. So it makes that the easy part. They come up to you and you know, they all have a joke. They all have a joke <sighs> and they're the same. I, I want to tell people this. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. If you, if you, if you are at home waiting to meet Aries, 
and you you have something worked out, he heard it already. I'm guaranteeing <laughs> you that he's heard it already. He's already heard it. You know what scared me last night? Uh, the one dude who had on the camouflage baseball cap. And usually when I see a white guy with a camouflage baseball cap, I know he says nigga in private. Cletus? Yeah. Uh, one of the, what's that show that used to be on? The Duck Dynasty niggas, yeah. the duck, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the beard, the man. So he came up to me and he's whispering in my ear. He says, dude, I got to tell you something funny. And he pulls his sleeve back and shows me his arm. He goes, you know, I'm the darkest guy at my job. And because of that, and the whole time he's telling me this story, I'm just going, please don't say nigga. Please don't say nigga. Don't make it awkward. Because if you say nigga, I might have to get mad and I might have to check you. Please, the whole time he's, and then finally he tells me the story, but he didn't say nigga. But I thought when he showed me his arm and said, they, at my work, I'm the darkest guy there for a white guy. I just, and he had on that hat. I just went, oh, this motherfucker's about to say nigga. But he didn't. <laughs> so, what would you have done if you did? I, you know, that's what I'm saying. I, I you know, you got to check him. I got to check him, and, and I don't want to turn into the mean guy. But Jesus, man, come on! Just like you go, there's people that work these fantasies in the head. These guys that think that's all right. They think that's all right. Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, it's just the world we live in, man. It's very confusing. Uh, I, I don't understand how the, I don't understand. You know what? People don't understand my thought process. So I guess I'm not supposed to understand theirs either. You know, before we go, and I know there's some people that have either, cause it just happened. It just happened a day or two ago, a day ago. Uh, I know we're going to get some emails on it. So let's just address it now. Cause we ain't gonna have a whole hour about it. Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. We should. Get what the fuck was this guy thinking? You know, I said it on one of the episodes where I said to Andy, you can't turn a lion into a house bet. And I've been saying this, man, to y'all who think your Aries be exaggerating or making shit up. When I told you I went to go try to do Mike Tyson's podcast and they flew me in Vegas, I told y'all, when that man walks into a room and you look him in his eyes, you can see it. He's calm now. He'll shake your hand. He'll take the picture. He may even chat with you a little bit. But the gleam is there. Step on my tail if you want to. And I'm, I, I, and I, and I said in the, in, the, in, the, in the caption when I sent the post out, I don't give a fuck how much inner peace this man has found. And kudos to him. because I, And this is one of the things I said on his podcast with him. Talk, I thought you was going to be dead or in jail. I didn't think you were going to make it. Because you were wilding. And you had nothing but black rage. And the fact that he found his feng shui is so goddamn commendable because it gives other black men who feel like him and who are full of rage unjustifiably or justifiably with hope. And, and this motherfucker here, and from what I understood from the story, clearly what you saw on tape, the dude was antagonizing Mike. Mike even gave him some shrooms as a gesture to go, hey man, relax. Mike told him, chill. But I guess the, they said the dude threw a water bottle over his seat and it hit Mike and that's where Mike lost it. And I remember when his boy was recorded, he said, he, I don't know if he was doing a Chris Rock impression, but he went, peasant, something peasant. That's what Mike Tyson is, a peasant. So you call him Mike a peasant. 
You're bothering a nigga. He gave you some shrooms. He told you to chill and you throw a fucking water bottle. He said peasant. I thought he was saying he's pissed. No, he said peasant. He's a peasant. He said peasant twice. And then on the last one, he goes, if you listen real close, that's what Mike Tyson is, a peasant. See, I, I just don't understand a few things. Uh, I don't understand how the guy was being rowdy. Or well, he said he was a little drunk. drunk. How he was able to get on the plane. Well, they get the drunk. Well, unless you're overly noticeably intoxicated, intoxicated, I could smell it off you. As long as you seem relatively like at ease, they'll let you on the plane. But the moment you seem like you're not in control or that you, they, right. they smell it on you, they're supposed to remove you from the plane. And he, he obviously, he was, be, he was, he was being a little, he was too much. That right. was too much. Everything I saw was too much. Right. If, if it was a regular guy, it was too much. Right. Now, yeah, Tyson. And, and here's the other thing, though. There, there was this uh, quote, um, Dave Chappelle, when he was accepting the uh, Mark Twain Award, I think, when he said, his mom said to him, sometimes you have to be the, you have to be the lion so you can be the lamb that you really are, which right. is sometimes you have to be raw so that you can be who you are, the lamb. Right, right. It? But you Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. But Tyson is being a lamb. So you don't have to be the lion. And you're still fucking with him. Dude, and listen, it'd be one thing if you didn't know this man's history. But he, at one point in time, besides being the baddest man on the planet, he was arguably one of the most recognized, if not for his good times, but the bad times. Because, you know, that news circulates quicker than the good shit. People love a good bad story or a train wreck. So you know this man's history. What this guy basically did was go... You see that sign that says, do not walk into the lion's cage? Watch this. And he walked right into the lion's cage and was stepping on the lion's tail and trying to juggle his balls from behind. And he got what he got. I love Tyson's quote. Social media has made too many people way too comfortable with being able to see and do whatever they want without any fear of consequences. <laughs> so in, in his movie... Right. I don't know what his character would be. The lion, whatever a superhero right. lion. And when they when they go and he goes, who who are you? Consequences. Yes. <laughs> Consequences. Or better yet, here, let me introduce you to my fist. Consequences and repercussions. <laughs> and they're going to take you right to concussions. Dude, and this is why I go, and we talk, I got, this is why I like sometimes I go, I feel like not to try to, title me and Anthony these grandioso titles, but like profits, nigga. We see some of this shit before it happens. That's why I said, talking about the thing with Tyson, when I went, you know, it was the intro where I went, where I did Michael Buffer for the old Steve. Landy in the left corner. And we eventually ended up getting around to Tyson. And I said, again, man, this arrogance that white people have where they think they can tame nature. To be nature is its own course, with or without you. And to go, I want to be friends with lions and feed them milk. Like, nigga, at some point, a lion reminds you it's a lion. Hello, Sigfield and Roy. Y'all got lions in your suite. You're living with them. You're, you're training them. And that's beautiful for a while. But then that lion goes, wait a minute. Rawr! Now you have your face is gone. Have you ever seen that video where the 
the line. I guess it's some guy that's, I don't know if he has line or he's a trainer, but he's doing something like pen the line. The line just goes Rah! like that. And then, right. and then the guy jumps back and then the lion just has Smarts. like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah sometimes, yeah. sometimes they need to let you know. Yeah. To remind you. Yeah. 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 I'm only not going to eat you as long as you don't run out of meat. But the minute you run out of meat, your hand, as you pet me, is my next meal. Okay, but now here's the thing for, for Tyson. Is there repercussions from this? Does, they, said, they said charges. There's going to be charges. To, on Mike. On Mike. Now, uh, he was, if somebody threw something at you. Self-defense. Well, yeah, and it's assault. The guy threw something at him. Right. Um, and he was warned. But this is, again, why I don't understand why he wasn't taken off the plane. The guy. Yeah. Before that, because he right. was doing shit. You saw that whole thing before. If I did that to if I did that to an old lady. Right. If I did that to a general, any general customer that's on the plane, right. uh, they're gonna go, sir, I'm gonna remove you from the plane. Yeah. And I would think Mike Tyson being the celebrity that he is, they would have especially moved the dude off the plane. My question is the guy that's recording it, that obviously was his buddy. Right? Apparently. Yeah, because he's talking to the guy. Right. A lot of people are going, yo, this was set up. They purposely did yeah. this so dude could get paid. I don't know that I believe that. I believe because if there was no alcohol involved, I would go, yeah. But the dude, and listen, man, when people get drunk, regardless of color, they wild out. But white folks have a special relationship with alcohol and wildness and destruction. That's why a little niggas made uh, tree ornaments. Woo! That alcohol and woo got a history. So, you know, I don't know. It just it, it was a white guy who was drunk who was wilding. But uh, to what those other people are saying, I think it was. I think maybe you are a little buzzed, and you think maybe and maybe someone put. I'm not saying he was put up to it by the, his friend, but you know, hey, fuck with Mike, see what happens. Let's see what we can get out of this. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that that's not a possibility. And listen, man, I, I think I told you I had a couple of instances where people, dudes who straight just want to be assholes, came up to me and said some wild shit to me. One dude, as I was going into the gym, he said, Aerie Spears, what's up, dude? Come here, bro. And I kind of walked towards the car and the car was already started. And as I got closer, he said some wild disrespectful shit to me and drove off. So that's why sometimes when people meet me, I will purposely a little bit of an ice cube scowl. Yay, yay. And lean back because I know that you may disrespect me. So I want my face to let you know, try it if you want to. But I'm not just going, you know what I mean? And that's why when I met Mike, Mike seems to have that. Like he gives you a look to go, hey, how you? Like if he knows you, knows you, it's all love. And he knows of me. But he don't know me, know me like that. Like Zab Judah was there, like I said that day. I never met Zab. But Zab was a fan of mine and treated me with love. I wish Mike had been a fan like that. So Mike saw me and gave me love. But there was that look like, all right, nigga. Be easy. So. I just, I, I just don't think that if someone is provoking you, there should be some kind of, you know. Obviously, Mike has hands that they could charge him with a lethal weapon almost. Listen, Mike beat that nigga up in a closed space where he couldn't get full range. Like he was boxing in a box. And you saw he drew blood. So, but they, they if you are, if you are provoking the situation, how, 
how are you charged? Or, or at least if there's going to be some kind of charges, there should be a lesser charge. Like, uh, uh, uh well, one charge dismisses the other. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or like a, a fuck you back charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. 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 You're, uh, you're responsible for, uh, fucking him back, but he's taking the brunt of this. Cause he was, Mike was supposed to be flying from San Francisco to Miami. I wonder, did they take Mike off the plane? Did they arrest? No, they couldn't have arrested him because we would have heard about that. Yeah. So I guess, and this is where celebrity comes in. If it was any other, if it was a regular black guy and a regular white guy, both of them are taken off the plane. The guy that hit the white guy in cuffs, but they probably let Mike to continue his flight uncuffed. Well, maybe, maybe they did, it didn't get reported until after, until they put the video online. But again, even before, nigga, the evidence was on the man's face. He had a half swollen lip and blood on his face. Yeah, because anybody else would have been arrested. Even if they didn't arrest him there, they found out about it in flight. And then they said, yeah, he yeah, did. Yes. They would have been waiting for him because yes. I got pulled off the plane before. Right. Celebrity, baby. That comes with celebrity, man. Now, if he, if the, if, if that, if the, if the, had been more heinous, if he'd have hit a woman, oh, Mike could have got arrested. But a drunk white guy. And that's Mike Tyson. Maybe they were going to keep it that way. Maybe they saw what happened and went, all right. Seems fair. Right. Right. <laughs> Sit down, shut up, and let's get this flight done. Right. And then the guy posted the video and now there's a problem. Well, I tell you what, I couldn't have felt more safe knowing Mike is on my flight. <laughs> you terrorist niggas, act up if you want to. <laughs> Do you know who's here? Fuck a US Marshal with a gun. Nigga, that's a human gun. That is the that is the safest flight in the world. Oof. I'm consequences. I'm consequences. That's the title of this podcast. Consequences. I'm consequences. Uh -huh. But you got to spell it with consequences. <laughs> I don't know how you spell consequences. <laughs> but you got to let your tongue be bigger than your teeth. Maybe I'll take the Rolling Stone logo with the tongue hanging that's out. And write, I'm consequences. I'm consequences. <laughs> with little spit marks. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right. Uh, you got any announcements? Yeah, where we're going to be. Hey, what time's the show tonight? Uh, seven thirty, I think. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Which means it's five thirty now. Which means we gotta be, uh, in the shower at six thirty for a seven a.m. pick seven a.m. seven p.m. pickup. Let's make sure of that. And the reason why I'm saying this, and you tell me if you want to. After this, we could try that thing for the half hour, if you wanted to. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We if, you, if you want yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe go Instagram live and just shoot the shit. Okay. Um. I was gonna say. Yeah, we would put on Patreon. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're going to start updating Patreon a lot. So just to let you guys know. Uh, but uh, I don't like when you when you use we and shower. What do you mean? Like, we have to get in the shower. Well, we got to get ready. Yeah. We, yeah. But they know we stand in separate rooms. I, I know. It's just, and even if we were in the same room, we, 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 take, we would take turns. Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know why. You don't like we and shower? It sounds I don't like, like there's going to be consequences. Consequences. <laughs> It's a like we shower, right? <sighs> Brushing our teeth, like we got to go brush our teeth. That that sounds like two suit toothbrushes, separate things. That, we got to get in the shower. That's how you said it. We got to get in the shower. That could be even more homoerotic. Yeah, we got to we got to get in the shower. That that nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. We're going to be, uh, we're finishing up. Our, by the way, just before we, uh, send this off too, uh, it was, I, I, I was, ha I was pleasant. I was surprised with Appleton. It was, uh, shows have been 
Oh, Andy, don't Different. do that. Don't, 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 don't do that. You don't want to do we that? We got two shows tonight. Oh, okay, yeah, we're not going to do this that. one is going to be the most crowded. Listen, man, in these, I don't know, in these small markets, markets it's like the NBA. You got the major markets, New York, L.A., Chicago, but then you got the smaller markets like Indiana, Memphis. It's almost like with these smaller market comedy clubs, and I told Andy this last night in the green room, it's like John Malkovich's Russian character in Rounders when he <laughs> says to Matt Damon, I will not be pushed around. Like some of y'all got this thing where, where you go, and especially when you find out, okay, Aries is here from New York, Andy is here from Phoenix, these two big Yankee motherfuckers, we are not going to push, be pushed around as a crowd. We're going to show you how rowdy and ignorant and stupid we can be. Like, you ain't got to prove yourselves, man. Fall back. It, but they haven't been bad So No, they not? haven't been bad, but Jesus, they've been like a fucking little headache and you got no aspirin. <laughs> Some of these niggas like, Jesus. I just, you know what, Andy? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm losing fight, brother. I don't have fight left in me. I can fight, but sometimes I don't want to wrestle for the pussy. Just lay down. I, I, I think it's only, you, you, we're going to have to get to the stage where you just do theaters. Where it's like more subdued. It's a and little, one and done. One done. The, the, there's not as much alcohol because it is involved. They have to go stand Why up. Why are you again. making me wrestle to fuck you? <laughs> just lay down. But the club is cool. I, I like the people, so I was... Like, you want to pull your panties off, but you're, you're fighting me, even though we both agreed we're doing this. <laughs> That's a great... That that I kind of like. You know it. what I mean? Yeah. You, we agreed. We're fucking. But you play every time I go to pull them, you grab my wrist and go... Eh. Dude, I, my, one set, though, that I had here, I think I, I was up there for at least three, four minutes of just silence. I'll take that. <laughs> I actually loved it. Uh, okay, so the 28th, uh, April 28th through May 1st, we're going to be at Summit City Comedy Club in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So this is going to be interesting to see that. It's, uh, it's a new club. We're interested in seeing it. Uh, then uh, May 6th through the 8th, we're going to be at the Pittsburgh Improv. The 13th uh, of May through the 15th of May, we're going to be at uh, Louisville Comedy Club. And then uh, 19th of May through the 21st at Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Looking forward to that. And then uh, May 26th to the 29th, we'll be at Helium, Philly. Is that it? Uh, you, I can go further, but that's pretty I good. I mean, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, as always, if you want to write into the podcast, Aries Spears 45 at Hotmail. To some of you guys who I meet or hit me up on Instagram and go, uh, hey, man, I've been listening to the podcast for a while. One day I'm going to write in. Well, write in. God damn it. I want to hear from you. I want to know that you exist. I know we got our regulars, but it's always fun for me when I find out there's a new boy or girl on the Santa's Christmas list and I get to deliver you some toys. Uh, so, yeah, let us know. Spearsburg Pod, Patreon, Spearsburg Pod, YouTube, Spearsburg Pod, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Spearsburg Pod, everything. Appreciate y'all. Um, trying to think, is there anything else before I introduce this musical guest? Anything? You covered everything? No, maybe we should do a musical guest award show. Who gets the award? Yeah. For, well, we already know who that guy, who that yeah, is yeah, so yeah, far. Yeah. Fuck your face. Like a... Fuck your face. All right. Um, 
Ronald Thompson, Will I Am, my anthem, Blessing OG, what's happening? His Twitter is Panama underscore holla, P-A-N-A-M-A underscore H-O-L-L-A. Instagram.com slash Panama Holler, produced by Trop DaVinci, Panama Holler, R-B-M, R-B Music, M-U-S-I-Q dot com. Uh, under construction, uh, lighters, music, and T-shirts, cash app. Here's his cash app. Oh, shit. Well, wait a minute. Cash app, dollar sign, R-B-M-U-S-I-Q 507. Features, mixtape hosting, ghostwriter, Instrument, instrumentation, instrumentation, arranger, playlist prices, 2000 to 15000 Uh, I don't know what that's about, brother, but get your bag, nigga. The song is called Will I Am in Fucking Joy. Holla. There you go. Young Trump. Angles out your soul, body blow. Bubble on low heat. Get these pussies, no peace. in these beats, shit talk. Beast in these streets, go walk. Gunshine, lacking fucks, and a budget. Disrespect me in private. Bet you kiss my ass in public. If I reach, they turn y'all. Usain Bolt has cooked coke. That boy dope, dope. Woke up Thursday and said, We's tied. I just having more than a broke nigga. My wheel, my lights. I'm a wheel. My life, all right, all right, all right, all right, my will, my life, I'ma get, get right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Aries Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. The test course you said with conviction, it don't mean shit to me! Don't you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!